Hi, welcome to the Demo Lab Studio Gear Podcast. And today I thought it might be nice to talk about a, a pedal that I just picked up last week. Um, it's a pedal I've been thinking about getting for a while now. Um, it's, uh, most of you will have heard of it. Uh, most of you have probably maybe even owned it at some point or still own it. And I would think the majority of you have probably tried it. And that pedal is the Boss DS1. Um, this is a it's a classic anyway, it's a distortion pedal that's been used by many established artists over the years, some still use it to this day, And um, but I would say it definitely divides opinion amongst guitarists, you'll get some who say it sounds like a, a swarm of bees, you've got other people who swear by it and say it's a great distortion pedal. For me, it's somewhere in the middle, and I think you always have to take into account the price, although a lot of people don't like to do that will say either it sounds good or it doesn't. I, I think it does sound a good pedal in certain circumstances and through certain amps and set a certain way. Um, but I certainly don't think it's a bad pedal. And for certain genres of music and certain songs, certainly playing live as well, I'll definitely find it useful. So I picked one up, I think it was £42 I paid for it, which is very, very little for a guitar pedal these days. Um, I'm assuming that's because Boss just churn out so many of these things that I mean they can they can sell it for that that lower price, but um, for so many people having used it and stuff, there must be something in the pedal. So anyway, I got it, set it up, and played a few things through it and tried a few different uh, styles of music through it and a few different settings, and I was actually quite pleasantly surprised at how good it sounded in certain circumstances. <clears throat> But a word of caution is that you definitely can make this pedal sound bad if you don't set it quite right or you play it through an amp that it's maybe not suited to. So, uh, But I suppose that's true in most pedals, but I think with this pedal in particular, you've got a range, certainly on the tone control, where it's usable and then the other, the other ways you set the tone, it's too shrill and bright and thin. <coughs> Excuse me. And... Um, the distortion as well, I, I find if you crank that too high, it can get a bit mushy and a bit messy and fizzy. But um, if you set it just right, you can certainly get a good sound out of it. And I found as well that um, chords, um, if you don't have the distortion too high and you've got the tone set right and stuff and play through the right amp, if you strum some chords, you get some nice note definition and clarity. Um, and I found that particularly useful and certainly useful in a live situation when you want to cut through the mix. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play some samples of some stuff that I've recorded. Um, I'll play the clean tone and do some different settings on the pedal. And I'll also try and show how you can get it to sound pretty bad. And then really it'll be up to yourself whether you think it's a good sounding pedal or you don't. Because at the end of the day, all these things are totally subjective. Um, so what's one person thinks sounds quite good, others don't. For me, it's a decent over uh, distortion pedal. Um, it's not great, it's not outstanding, but it's certainly not bad. And it's definitely a good addition to anybody's arsenal, in my opinion. So anyway, here it goes. I'm just going to play some clean sounds for you here to let you hear how the, the clean sound is. And then I'll go on and use the pedal.
and now with the pedal engaged. <laughs> Now for some lead sounds. Given that he's a well-known user of this pedal, or was a well-known user rather, um, I thought I would do a few uh, Kurt Cobain's tracks just to see how the pedal fared for that style of music, which for me is where it particularly shines. few uh, classic rock type chords. What I've done next is I've sort of manipulated the controls and I've took the tone sort of out with the range where I find it usable just to sort of illustrate how you can get the pedal to sound really pretty shitty to be honest and um, really that's just by having the tone too high um, it's the same when the tone is way too low as well but particularly when you put it too high you get a really shrill, thin, crap sound basically so I'll just try and illustrate that <laughs> And this time I've sort of wound the gain back quite a bit just to give you an idea what it can give you sort of in lower gain type sounds. You, you don't get particularly low gain with this pedal, but you can bring it back a bit so it's less sort of 
well, distortion basically, but um, a slightly more of an overdrive type sound, so here goes. <laughs> And just for good measure, let's crank that gain right up to max just to hear how that sounds. I'm just going to put the setting right back to where I had it at the start, which is where I prefer using the pedal eh, for the stuff that I play. But for me, this is particularly where the pedal sounds best, and um, I'm probably just going to leave it there. So here goes. <laughs> So there you have it, that's the Boss DS1 distortion pedal. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I think if you take it for what it is, it's going to give you that uh, nice sort of grunge sound. Um, you can certainly get some classic rock tones out of it as well. Um, I don't know if you'll have heard it greatly in the, the demo, but hopefully you did, that you can, when you're strumming, it's even when it was on the highest gain setting, when you when you strum those chords, you can you get nice sort of note definition and a nice sort of crisp high end sort of blooming through. And uh, that's a really, really good quality pedal for me and will be particularly useful live. Um, but for a, a £42 pedal uh, in the States, I don't know, but $50, $60 um, as a, a decent distortion to have on your board, I think it's hard to beat, especially in that price range. Now, there's going to be better pedals out there, absolutely. And some people are definitely not going to like the DS1. It's just not going to be for them. But as I say, that's universal with all pedals. Some, some of them you like, some of them you don't. There's been plenty... Um, boutique, if you like, uh, distortion pedals that I've used that I've just n never got on with. Um, either they're just not for me or they don't go with my amp setup or whatever. So, I mean, these things are really important. If you put a DS1 through a transistor amp, the chances are it's probably not going to sound that good. But if you put it through a good uh, valve amp, depending on the valve amp as well, um, it's the chances are you're going to get a decent sound out of it, depending on what you're looking for. So my opinion for this would be, or my advice would be, if you're you're thinking about getting one, certainly if you get the chance, go and try it at your local guitar store. Plug it into an amp that's either the same or similar to what you've already got, and um, just try it out and go through different settings and try and find the right settings for you. And um, I, I think if you do that and spend a bit of time, you certainly will get sounds out of it that you like. Whether you want to buy it or not is a different story. Um, but I'm glad I picked it up. It's a good pedal, pedal to have in the arsenal, and certainly for some some uh, songs that I play uh, live, particularly, 
uh, I'm going to find it useful. But anyway, that's it for this week's episode of the Demo Lab Studio Gear podcast. Until next time, take care.